Well, welcome to the Physique Mastery Podcast. This is Scott Tuzana along with Brian Cron, and today we're going to be talking about tracking beyond the numbers. We've pretty much beaten tracking to death in terms of um, tracking your caloric intake, your macros, um, whether you're going to take pictures of your food, all the different forms of tracking that can are very helpful for a lot of people and just finding the right method of tracking for you. But today we're talking about what's way more important than whether you're tracking your numbers, your portion sizes, all that stuff. We're going to be talking about those, those feelings, that heightened sense of awareness of how each meal impacts you, impacts your, your sleep, your training, your energy, all those things. I think this stemmed from a, a conversation that Brian was having with me in regards to one of his training clients who was snacking at night, like nine o'clock at night, which isn't a bad thing. Like eating late at night isn't inherently going to make you any fatter, but having that food at nine o'clock at night was a trigger that just, it's like as soon as you started eating, you couldn't shut it off. And yeah. so those are the types of things that you really need to be aware of. And it's, it's moments like that when you become aware of, because it, it's very easy for people to say, oh, I, I'm gaining weight, I, I can't eat past nine o'clock, uh, I gotta cut carbs or something. They start looking at drastic stuff. It's like, no, they, you're aware that eating your snack at night causes you to eat in excess during that time. So it's time to, to make an adjustment. How can you modify your meal timing there? You wanna run it, I've been talking long enough, rambling long enough, you wanna expand <laughs> on this, Brian? Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. That, that, was, that is something I find with a lot, a lot of my clients is that yeah, you can tell them that you know, your calories when, when you eat your calories in a day doesn't matter, and and it all boils down to you know calories in, calories out for the for the day or for the week or whatever. But you have to look big picture. Like if if eating at a certain time of day, you tend to overeat, or you tend it, it or it triggers you to making bad food choices. You know, I don't know. I don't know many people who make great food choices. You know, at eleven o'clock at night, um, or even if it just affects your sleep. I mean that's like that's very significant, and that's you have to take that into consideration as well. So, exactly, yeah. This is, well, sleep's a, a huge thing because yeah. if if you're eating in a way that that has a negative impact on your sleep, you're not sleeping well. You wake up tired and exhausted. Usually, in those situations, it's going to increase your appetite the following day. You're not thinking as clear. Your performance is going to suffer in the gym. It's just got like a snowball effect there. So, um, I do. You do hear some people, and this is the thing. There's so many different strategies out there. You hear yeah. carb backloading. If if you eat yeah. your calories, save your your calories for the end yeah. of the day, you're going to sleep better. If you eat your carbs in the morning, um, you're going to feel sleepy all day long. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you know what? It, that may be the case for for some people, and that's this is why it's so important to not just follow some generic structure, yeah. some generic meal timing. It's very important to go ahead and follow it, but make notes, be aware of how it's yeah. impacting you, because it can impact you very different than the next person. Some people love training fasted. Some people's performance suffers when they're fasted. And, um, some people can, they need the carbs before their workout, whereas other people find they don't perform as well with carbs prior to their workout. But the only way you're going to know that is if you're tracking your intake, but more importantly, tracking how it's 
affecting you, your energy, performance, yeah. and, and overall yeah. life. Yeah, like some of the best advice that I always forget to give <laughs> um, is, is just asking yourself after you eat, like even if you have to set something on your watch or whatever, just an hour after you eat, just kind of assess how you feel. Like, like, how's your energy? Like, how's your focus? Like, what are you craving? You know, uh, are you still hungry? Like, if you're immediately famished, like right after you have a meal, like that's a sign that your, your diet's not well constructed or, you know, you've been dieting too long or, or, you know, these are all things that you have to take into consideration. And it's so much beyond just what happens in that, in that tight little window of having that meal. Like things, you know, it, the effects go hours after that. So Exactly. Exactly. And that's, um, I think this is, this is where the, the two really go hand in hand because whether you love to track by the numbers and you, and you see, all right, my, my dinner was 500 calories, had so much protein, carbs, fat, um, or if you prefer to, to just take a picture of your meal and notice your, your portion size, how, how did that, like making a note right after the meal, how did you feel? Were you still hungry after that meal? Um, or did you feel full, satisfied? And then how did you feel 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, an hour later? Because a lot of times people will still feel hungry after their, their meal, not ravenous or anything, but they like, I could eat a little bit more, go get another helping. But if they wait 15 minutes, like, oh, you know what? I'm actually okay. So when they become aware of that, that if I just hold off for another 15 minutes, if I'm still hungry, all right, I'll grab another little yeah. helping here. Um, they get a better idea of, of, of how yeah. their body's responding to that. And then how, like everyone knows after like a big Thanksgiving dinner, you're free, you just want to go take a nap afterwards. So you know how your body responds after that. How does it respond to, to everything else you're eating? And I, I definitely noticed once I started having a morning shake with spinach and some fruits and it just, uh, it energized me for the day compared to a lot of my, my other meals. I liked having kind of a, that lighter, feeling in my stomach of a shake that was full of micronutrients and mm -hmm. just really got me going and really fueled my, my workout uh, later in the day. I enjoy waking up feeling light, so I prefer not to eat later on in the day. It's, and just like your client there, I do notice if I do start snacking at night, it's very hard to turn it off because usually I'm going for I just have a handful of chips or something like that. Well, yeah. can't yeah. can't just have one handful. Maybe I'll just have a little scoop of ice cream. I can't yeah. at that time of night. It's like my defenses are down. And I'm just like, I had a great day, and then you have this spoonful, yeah. and you're just like, ah, fuck it. So yeah. I'm, I'm better <laughs> off kind of kind of not not eating uh, later in the day there. So just no, knowing, I, knowing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It is such an individual thing. Um, yeah, like some people, they, you know, they, they, they feel great. They're super energized when they're, you know, when they're fasted. Other people are, you know, they, they can't stop thinking about food, you know. It, yes. You know, you have to, you can't just follow somebody else's playbook. You have to always try to make it work, you know, within your own personal way of traveling. So um, my thing is if, if it keeps you mentally sharp and you have great workouts, like you, then that's something you're, you're on to something, you know, then you can kind of start fine tuning from there. But if, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I always cringe when people will say stuff like, Oh, I, you know, I, I love to fast. The only problem is I have terrible workouts. And I'm like, well, it's not a good, it's not, you know, <laughs> that's a sign. 
you know, <laughs> you, know you gotta adjust something there. It doesn't mean you have to throw away fasting entirely, but you should, you know, you have to adjust your scheduling. Like, yeah, you so, can change your fasting yeah. window to, yeah, 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 stop the fast before your workout. Like, that's okay. <laughs> you don't have to train yeah. fasted. You can have a meal half hour before you get some sort of fuel in your body before the workout and see how your body responds to that. But no, people are so, they're like, I got to follow this rigid rule. This is yeah. what that person yeah. said. I've got to stick to this window of opportunity here. This, yeah. this four hour, <laughs> eight hour feeding window. I, I'm, I'm hungry right now, but no, I got to wait till two o'clock. If I don't wait till two o'clock, I screwed up this whole fast. Yeah. It doesn't freaking work that way. It's not a freaking, your body's not on a time yeah. schedule like that. If yeah. you're freaking, if you're hungry at one thirty, eat at freaking one thirty. Instead, you don't have to wait till, till two o'clock. It's, um, <laughs> It's yeah, just just pay attention. Listen, listen to your body signal because I do find that for a lot of people, there's like I don't eat right away in the morning myself, especially when I'm when I'm cutting when I when I'm in a building phase where I can consume more calories. I prefer smaller volume meals, so um, I need to spread them out more. I I, I can't I can't yeah. combine them. I need to spread. So I'll ha I'll start eating a little earlier in the day. But when I'm cutting and and I and I kind of delay my breakfast a bit. I know if I push it beyond 11 a.m., it's trouble. It's it's um, like if I if I delay my breakfast till 10 10:30, I can eat a normal sized breakfast. If I start pushing it beyond 11 o'clock, I know that breakfast is going to turn into a monster meal where I'm making the meal and I'll be picking at food all along yeah. there. So you just kind of even between meals, like I see it a lot with uh, yeah. with busy busy people who. Um, between lunch and dinner, yeah. they, they try to, it's, it's a long span and like they're making dinner and they're picking at a whole bunch of food oh. uh, while they're prepping dinner. So you're better yeah. off kind of having a, a little mini meal or snack between dinner, I mean, lunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. So you, you don't binge while you're, um, making. Oh, that dinner. is huge. That is, that, that is huge. Identifying, I call them like your red hours. Like when people just will kind of. Either they'll break down, kind of like what you mentioned, like 11 o'clock at night and they'll just have an off-fuck-it moment and they'll overeat. Or even more kind of nefarious is they'll start this subliminal snacking. And it's all—it's often um, – I see it a lot in um, professional parents who come home and it's like 5 or 6 o'clock in the evening and they're hungry. Now they got to make dinner for their family or, or, or even for them, just for themselves. That's when they, they, they graze. They graze mm -hmm. while, they're, while they're cooking. And, and it just – it doesn't seem like much but – that alone, like you can easily pack away, depending on what you're cooking, you know, two, three, 500 calories on top of what you think you're eating. And then they all lump it in as dinner. Oh, I have, you know, you know, I have whatever chicken and rice and whatever, but if they, they neglect all the stuff they're kind of grazing while they were cooking, um, like that's a big red hour. So again, it boils down to your individual way of, 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 of going through the day. Like it's just how you naturally if you provide food, if you have the food ready for those times when your when your willpower is low, or you or you forbid eating altogether, like you create this little artificial barrier, like I will not eat while I cook, or I will not eat after ten o'clock at night. Like yeah, yeah, I get it. It's all calories in, calories out. But sometimes these little barriers, these little, it just makes the process so much easier because you got a little rule you can follow. Right. You know, it, you know, it sounds you know it sounds heavy-handed, but at the end of the day. I just I do this for a result, you know. I, I'm so like whatever I can do to make achieving that result easier, you know, without compromising the rest of my life, the better. So, yeah. yeah.
the more the more infor the more information you're armed with, the better choices you can make. I, I just I yeah. just find that people are just quick to jump the gun and think, oh, it's it's this strategy that's not working. It's yeah. not that. It's no. If you're just following a set strategy, it's not it's not that. You really need to. The more you pay attention, the more you can just make small little changes. You can keep the same overall structure. Just making small changes here and there can can make the big impact. Yeah. I also find like foods that you haven't had in a while can really that's when you really become aware of holy smokes that that impacted me in a in a big way and I totally mm. forgot about it. Whether it's an unhealthy oh. food you like you haven't eaten McDonald's in years and like, you have a meal mm -hmm. and you're like oh crap or you have a good healthy meal and you're like oh do I ever feel good after that or you, you go to the gym and workout partners are like what did you eat before you came here? Like the, the veins are just popping. Like my, my workout partners know when I have um, either pickles or a chocolate bar before a workout because my veins just like freaking pop out like crazy. So little mm -hmm. things like uh, little things like that. Mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. yeah, it's all just being much more thinking beyond the numbers and like thinking beyond the plan and just seeing how your body reacts. And it's just being, it's just being aware really. That's it. That's the key. That's awareness is, is the, the, the doorway to, to mastery for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All these, all these little things, if, if you're not paying attention to, to how you're responding, how your body's feeling, your energy and all that afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it, you're shooting in the dark there. It's uh, the more, you know, the better for sure. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Awesome. Man. All right. I, I think that's it. So, Again, we've beaten tracking to death here because we we believe the importance of it, um, especially at certain times throughout the year. But uh, if you're going to track, um, make the most out of it by making these taking notes about how you're feeling. And same goes for tracking your workouts as as well. There's a, uh, it's one thing to see that you're progressing by the numbers. You're you're putting some poundage on, but if if you happen to have a week where you don't go up, you, you can't increase the weight, you can't increase the reps, you can't um, all that stuff, or you even do less, you could easily walk out of there and go, well, shit, I, I screwed up, I'm not progressing. But if you have your if you're taking little notes here and you see, well, I, I slept like shit mm -hmm. yesterday, and you're aware of, yeah, it's a stressful time in my life, and certain little things can impact your, your workouts as well. So tracking by the numbers, whether it's workouts or calories is important, but these little notes that you make down about how your experiences throughout the day have an even bigger impact than what those numbers reveal. That's it. All right. Boom, guys, All right. hope you enjoyed this episode. Looking forward to hearing your feedback, sharing your experiences with this topic. If you document how you're feeling uh, when you're with your tracking, we'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Comment down below, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Physique Master Podcast. See you.